from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Cons and cons. Although today we're doing a little special twist. Cons and cons traditionally is we take the four teams that play in the ACC and we look at their football team and we say what we're confident in and what we're concerned about. We're going to do that, but we're adding a third category because it's the day before Thanksgiving. Cons, cons, and thanks. You have to say, uh, so we're going to come up with what we're concerned about with which each, each team, what we're confident in with each team, and what each team should be thankful for. And I tried to be creative, so hopefully we have some good ones. Uh, as always, I got good news, I got bad news. Which do you want? Give me the bad news. Start with Wake Forest. <laughs> and that, that wasn't meant to be a, a knock on Wake Forest. Dennis, what <laughs> but it kind of was. <laughs> what are you concerned about? I meant because uh, we're starting with concerns, not because we're starting with Wake Forest. Uh, my concern just specifically for the final game of this season because they are playing against Syracuse. I know Syracuse is, is looking for a new coach now. Dino um, Babers gone. Dino Babers is gone. But if Syracuse gets a win, they get to a bowl game because they'll become six and six. So mm-hmm. Syracuse actually does have something to play for, something tangible. Whereas Wake, they only have four wins this season. So if they win, they're on the road. Okay, cool. They're, they're playing for vibes. That's exactly. That's really it. So that's my concern is that they're going against an opponent on their senior day that actually does have something to play for. I like that even better. The cliche always is they're playing for pride. I want to change that. I want to be playing for vibes. Oh, okay. They're just playing for vibes. All right. Uh, my confidence is Dave Clawson getting chippy. We have some audio for you later on in the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, where where he's basically making fun of Notre Dame for honoring Sam Hartman so aggressively at senior day. Uh, and, and, again, we'll play that audio for you later on so you can hear it for yourself. Um, but my confidence is just Dave Clawson hasn't lost the fastball. No, he's he's still bringing it right. He's still finding any and everything to get an edge about, and I, I think that's good for them. Uh, my concern, since I skipped my concern, is the quarterback position. Uh, they, I mean, Michael Kern was in their last game. It was against Notre Dame. Didn't go well. I don't know if anyone would have done well from their quarterback room. It's just it's it's tough to compete in in Power Five football when you don't have the quarterback position settled. And and as the season has gone along, it's become more obvious they don't. What's your uh, what's your confidence for him? My confidence for that is actually because Clawson is still there and Babers isn't for for Syracuse. Who knows what their team is going to be like mentally going in Syracuse in that one? I know my concern for Wake Forest is that Syracuse does still have something to play for, but who's really driving the ship up there in Syracuse? At least Wake Forest has the consistency of having Clawson. Now thanks, right? You have to give thanks this time of year. What uh? What do you think they should be thankful for? Wake Forest should be thankful for? Yes. I think the fact that they have stability at head coach is something they need to be thankful for because of what Clawson has built at Wake Forest and the consistency that they've had, mm-hmm. it's amazing that he's still there. Because it's I'm surprised that an SEC school or a Big Ten school, and I'm sure they have, have tried to poach him away. Yep. And the fact that he's still there and you have consistency with the head coach – yeah, you should definitely be grateful and thankful for that. I sh- I think they should be thankful for the ACC's grant of rights. <laughs> okay. Because like, this offseason would be a really bad time, just bad luck timing for Wake Forest to have to reshuffle conferences. right? They've been good for a while, and being good is enough to get you an invite to some of the cool kids' parties. But this year they weren't. So if, if all of a sudden everybody was a free-for-all and you're looking for invites uh, or – 
maybe looking for how valuable you are, how you know strong your opinions are, it'd be really tough for them. So it's just good to know that the ACC has an ironclad grant of rights with uh, the the team. So maybe it won't come to that where where they're out there in the the open flapping in the breeze. Uh, let's go to Duke. Duke concerns and confidence. We'll start with concerns as always. What are you what are you looking for? I'm concerned about where this team is mentally with the whole Mike Elko conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think you and I are probably on the same page regarding that. Mm-hmm. Where is this team mentally? I, mine, mine says focus. Yeah. Uh, right? It, your your coach is in the headlines. I, and I think part of that is because they played so many tough games early on this season and have come so close, I'm wondering as well, like, have they just kind of run out of steam? Knowing, like, they lost a just bunch of close games, exhausted. like, emotionally exhausted, and then now, like, the whole stuff, like, is, is their coach leaving and their guys are getting asked about it, I'm sure. Yeah, have they just kind of run out of steam? What are you confident in when it comes to Duke? Final game at home, right? Yeah. There you go. Yes. That's it. It's senior day. Hey, play play for the seniors. Play well, for yeah, the colors. That, but it, play for the alma mater. But here's the thing is that the play. seniors on this team, though, went through the thick and thin of it. Big time. Heck yeah. Hey, they went through the thick and thin of it big time. Especially if you if you look at the guys that maybe used a COVID year mm-hmm. and, and went through that season. And, and, I mean, they've been through the lows, the lows, the highs, the highs, the resurgence. I, I think they can be proud also looking yeah. at, at what they're, you know, where the program was when they got there to where it is now. They can, they can hang their hat on some things. So, yeah, that's my confidence for them. My confidence is Jordan Moore. No, well, there you go. He's been a playmaker for all yeah. three quarterbacks. Uh, he's coming off his two best games. He had a three-touchdown game. He had a 100-yard receiving game. I, sometimes it's that simple, right? Find a guy that's playing well and be confident in that one. Uh, and, and you know, the the like when you're a receiver and you win games where the, the quarterbacks complete four and seven passes in each of those games, it's easy to get frustrated, get lost, get, get down. He's kept it up, and now that they're slinging it around a little bit more, he's, he's focused in and doing well. Uh, what should they be thankful for? Mike Elko. Mine's similar. I say thankful for the last two years. Yeah, thankful for the last two years because guess what? There's a reason why your program was featured in a lot of primetime games nationally and, and this season. Kind of like if – like I'm sure right now there's so much worry. Is he, is he actually talking to Mississippi State? Is he actually talking to Michigan State? Is he actually Texas A&M on their radar? Is he actually – and I'm going like, listen, if it lasts, it lasts. If it doesn't, it doesn't. The last two years have been really fun, and you have to acknowledge that and be thankful for it. Right? You had game day on campus for the first time for football ever. Mm-hmm. You won nine games last year. Like, that's it's a big deal. You took Notre Dame down to the wire and – you know, one break here or there, you win that game. Yeah. You're a fourth and 16 away. Think of where you were <laughs> three years ago. Be thankful. Uh, North Carolina, confidence or concerns and thanks. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with concern. My concern is their pass defense. Mm. I know NC State isn't exactly a, a aired out offense, but if they can have some success against the worst pass defense in the ACC by yards allowed, they allow more passing yards North Carolina does than any team in the ACC. If you give NC State's offense a couple big plays in the passing game, that'll open up the gadget plays even more. It'll open up the running game even more. I'm a little concerned about the pass defense. What do you got concerns for the Tar Heels? Uh, my concern for them is I have a few of them. Okay. My concern. Take that Tar Heels fan. I know, but my Can't concern even boil is it actually down to one. with their defense. 
it's not just their pass defense. Can they stop Brennan Armstrong running? I mean that that's I mean like the legit. challenge for everyone I mean, honestly, playing against Brennan Armstrong do, offense now. Do you take Cedric Ray or Power Eccles and just you just spy? Like do you just spy Brennan Armstrong? Like that is the thing because and how does that affect taking them away from other parts of your 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 defense? Exactly. So uh, to me, it's actually can you slow down Armstrong? I know Armstrong's probably not going to pop off a bunch of thirty yard runs, but I think his consistency. Forty five yard the other day. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's going to be like. No, I mean, he's not going to turn into yeah, Barry Sanders. Yeah, would well, be impressive if he did. But <laughs> I don't know why he, Barry Sanders was. I don't know. That's a 90s reference, 80s reference. Yeah, you're not going to be Steve Young out yeah. there. Uh, lefty quarterbacks. But I, I'm wondering how they're actually going to scheme something up to actually slow Brendan Armstrong down in terms of his rushing. That's my concern. My confidence for the North Carolina Tar Heels is Omarion Hampton's raw rushing volume. He is just comfortable taking up a large part of your offense and mm-hmm. being kind of that bell cow workhorse back. He is on a streak of six games of 100-plus yards rushing, and in five of those six games, he's had at least 144 yards rushing. Now, obviously, fumbles, right? Though That's what everyone wants to talk about now. But just the the knowledge that you have a guy that is capable and, and willing to tote the rock and, and – I mean, power out that many yards, that is so nice to know. You know, if you're a coordinator and you're just like, hey, we need to establish the run. Marion Hampton's like, deal, gotcha, let's do it. Then opens up the play action, opens up RPO game, it opens up everything else. So I'm just confident in Marion Hampton's raw rushing totals. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. My confidence when it comes to North Carolina, they're playing on the road. You, you like them on the road? I'll say this, and this is actually kind of ties into my concern for NC State. It's because NC State has the senior day. Mm-hmm. They have the home atmosphere, the rivalry. There's a lot of emotion that goes into all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Senior day is emotional enough as it is. Rivalry games and emotional enough as it is. North Carolina doesn't to worry about the senior day stuff. They get to go on. It's like us against the world mentality, mm-hmm. right? I think in a rivalry game where NC State has the senior day and all that stuff going on, they don't have to focus or think about any of that kind of stuff. I think that's actually going to benefit North Carolina in that regard. Interesting, especially uh, especially I'll, I'll put it this way. It's very intangible, but but if you're North Carolina, like your senior day came with with baggage too, right? Yeah. Is Drake May going to walk? Mm-hmm. Is this Mac Brown's last game in Keenan? Yeah. Like there there it wasn't just saying goodbye to the seniors, which is a thing, right? Um, athletes are routine oriented. They, they all are. I watched a whole video. This is how sports nerdy I am. I watched a whole video that was like longer than 10 minutes uh, about the, the, the handshakes, right? Like, you know, LeBron has a handshake with every teammate. Josh Allen has a handshake with every member of the offense and, and how that's all routine and nerve calming and, uh, you know, making like, if you don't get those done, if you like, Hey, every game, I got to do this seven part handshake with you. That includes like two air guitar solos and a backflip. <laughs> uh, like if you don't get it done before the game, like you always do, it can actually raise anxiety. And if you get it done, it calms your nerves. Like that's how 
Again, I watched too much too much video of it. But uh, some of them are cool handshakes. I'm like, ah, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool shake. I get it. Um, but it's it's like athletes are such creatures of habit that if you throw any of that off, it does affect them. And something like senior day, um, it's just like, oh, you know, we're gonna come in after warmups and we're gonna be inside an extra 12 minutes so the seniors can run out on the field. And you're like, well, what am I gonna do with those 12 minutes? I I have my routine down to to the like 15 second block. The 12 minutes, I can't. What am I supposed to do? Eat more Chex Mix? Get extra stretching? No, no, that's not that's not right. It like throws you all off. So it's a small thing, but you know, if if making sure you you know hit the right nay nay during a handshake can affect your nerves, maybe <laughs> senior day can also. Uh, thankful for. I'll start this one. Uh, North Carolina should be thankful. This ties in with my confidence. So I want to go first. My confidence was Omari and Hampton's raw rushing totals. Yeah. Uh, they should be thankful Omari and Hampton's not draft eligible. Oh, okay. At least someone is coming back, hopefully. Portal, obviously, you have to worry about. But uh, when you look at, you know, Tez Walker likely be a draft pick. Drake May likely a draft pick. A lot of their their defensive stars going to be moving on. You're not even 100% sure. You might be 90%, but not 100% sure. Mac Brown's coming back. There's there's a lot of questions there. It's nice to know, hey, at least the guy with like 1,400 rushing yards is coming back, uh, assuming that the portal doesn't doesn't mix in there. But I'm choosing not to acknowledge the portal for my thanks today on the day before Thanksgiving. I think my thanks when it comes to North Carolina is the fact that their program has expectations of being in the national conversations. Hmm. Because not every program, even Power Five, have those conversations, right? Or it's like you're not even you're you're kind of an afterthought. It's like oh, if this team showed up and all of a sudden is uh, like TCU for example, just kind of like oh hey look they're here. Let's, this is kind of cute. And all of a sudden they kind of drop off and someone's like oh okay that TCU is below 500 this season. Whatever. North Carolina is viewed now in that conversation of hey you know what they have expectations of being top 10, top 15. There's expectations for that. And I think that's actually a good thing that you have that standard. NC State, we're doing cons and cons and thanks since it's the day before Thanksgiving. What are you concerned about? What are you confident in? What do you have confidence in? And what should NC State be thankful for on this day before Thanksgiving? Uh, I'll start with concern. This is the same concern I've had for a couple games in a row for them. If they have to play from behind. Yeah. They really haven't had to recently. Mm-mm. If they do fall behind 10, right? I'm not saying they have to fall behind 25. If they fall behind a touchdown and a field goal, right? Field, you give a field goal on the first drive, you punt, they get they get a touchdown on the next drive. Does their offense have the ability to come back from something like that? It's it. I, I love their, their game plan when they get ahead, right? Grind you, make the game ugly. Get the, the the quarterback running an occasional big play. Love that from the uh, when you're playing ahead. I'm not sure if it's as feasible playing behind. I'm still concerned about that for them. My concern I kind of alluded to a little bit earlier was the fact that they have so much emotion wrapped up into this game because seeing your day, then you tack on the rivalry matchup, you're at home. Are you gonna be able to control your emotions enough to to kind of oh, lack of a better term, calm yourself down? Because you can get actually too amped up for these kind of situations, for these kinds of games, and that's when you start making mistakes because you're trying to do too much. But then you also, you just kind of gas yourself at times. Like, you really can't do that. It's like mid-second quarter and you're sucking wind. Sometimes that can happen to you. I wonder if NC State's going to be able to control emotions with everything going on on a game like that, on a, on a game like that at home. What are you confident in when it comes to State? My confidence? 
it's Brennan Armstrong's got nothing mm-hmm. to lose. Like, that's really it. Like, he he came back in, like, when MJ Morris elected to sit out the rest of the year. It's like, you know what? All right. I get a second chance at this thing. I get to cut it loose. I, I've said this a few times, but it, it's – like, I, I kind of feel him screaming this with his body language. Like, what are you going to do? Boo me? What are you going to do? Bench me? Yeah. What are you, I've been through it all. You, the, I've taken your best shots, and I'm still here. That's kind of a cool thing. And Doran, the way he described how Armstrong handled the whole thing – it's like the team actually rallied around him even further. Mm. You know, he's like, oh, he's back. Like, the way he handled being benched, took him like a grown bleeping man, <laughs> as it was described by his teammates. I think they're they're rallying around Brennan Armstrong. My confidence is Casey Concepcion. He's really good. He's, I mean, this kind of is like my Jordan Moore earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, Sometimes if you watch the games and you're just like, that guy's making the big plays, you should keep getting him the ball. NC State might be the, like, they might have done the best job going into the bye week. Their bye week, which is kind of when their whole season turned around. Uh, Pack Therapy, which is a podcast I host with Mike Glennon, former NC State quarterback. We said this bye week should be about one thing. And Mike was really adamant about this, so give him credit. Should be about finding every different way to get Casey Concepcion the ball. Go look at – watch film of guys like Debo Samuel. Watch film of guys like Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. The guys who everyone in the arena knows when you walk in, they're going to get the ball ten times, and yet you can still scheme them open, right? The defense knows it, but coaches figure it out anyway. Mm-hmm. Watch them do those plays for Casey Concepcion. They've found a way since then, so I'm still confident in him. Uh, thankful to me, this was the easiest thank- thankfulness to choose. Be thankful for Brennan Armstrong. Right, He could have gone in the tank. He could have handled it poorly. He could have you know, burnt bridges when he was benched. He, he didn't do any of that, and, and now he's helped you as a team get to where you are, eight wins, hunting for nine in a, in a, in a rivalry game. Be, be thankful that uh, you know, he handled it like a veteran. Be thankful that despite all of your rotation at quarterback over the last couple years – your team still finds a way to win. Yep. Like, if would have told you back at week four that this team would be eight and three, you'd probably be laughing like, no. Or even week five, hey, this team's going to be eight and three. Same record as Carolina going into that game. Probably said, no. There's a consistency level when it comes to since Dave Doran has gotten here. There's been a consistency level. Now, some NC State fans might complain about that. They're like, well, it's, they want it to be higher. I totally understand that. But you have a level of consistency with your program that a lot of schools out there would love to have. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan. That's cons and cons and thanks. And by the way, we're thankful for all of you listening to this show. We do not take it for granted. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.